0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to another edition of Chatting Yanks right here on Spotify and all the other wonderful platforms you can find this podcast at, man. Um, this is gonna be a very interesting show because there's not a lot of positive Things I can talk about with this team right now. They're spiraling out of control. And it's just, it's not a good look. You win, as the title said, rough week for the Yankees. And that's an understatement. That's an understatement, man. But you can follow me on Twitter at ChattingYanks. Also uh Instagram chatting inks also on Instagram too and you could follow me on my various uh platforms on uh the podcast networks so there you go with that um last night last night was a debacle um we have a new rivalry, and it is with the Mets. And we have enemy number one, and that is uh, Lindor. You know, he he is now our 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 rival. Um, if you don't know, on Friday night, uh, v- VR came over to the pitcher and said. The Yankees are, quote unquote, whistling. End quote. And I, I, I don't know. It's I, I don't like to deal with rumors and innuendo, but this is a, a guy's opinion, and I don't know if it's the Mets spinning it to get themselves riled up. I, I, I don't know, like I don't know how I feel about that. But anyway So Lindor hits a home run. Puts the puts the Mets I think it puts the Mets up um six three. Yeah. 6'3", and he does this kind of like whistling noise as he's rounding the bases and puts the whistle in his pocket, like pretend that he puts the whistle in his pocket, and then Giancarlo Stanton hits a home run, and... He kind of slows down to a walk. And he, I, I don't really know what he said to Lindor. Then it set Lindor off. And then both his benches cleared. Both bullpens clear out. And my favorite part of this whole thing is uh pitching coach uh, Mike Harkey running down there like, Wait for me. Wait for me. And I don't know. It just... And then Lindor hits a home run to make it, you know, that tie the game up. And then Lindor hit a home run to make it 7 6. And it just, you know, it is what it is. It's it's just a bad look. And Boone saying after the game, we might have been making noise. <sighs> How does, how does VR not know, how does VR not know if it's the Yankee, because bo- that was, that was Friday night, that was Saturday night, that was nine eleven. that was a lot of energy in that ballpark, there's a lot of energy in that ballpark, and how does he know it wasn't a fan, he's just assuming that it's the Yankees doing it, there's a lot of noise going on in that ballpark. A lot of energy going on in that ballpark. And, I, you know, I don't know. I, I don't know. So, you know, so the Yankees lose and lose another series to the Mets as they have only won one game since we've been talking. They they got swept by Toronto. Um, just everything that you could predict going wrong for the Yankees has gone wrong for the Yankees this week and they're on the outside looking in on a on a playoff berth and I'm not going to be critical of Aaron Boone but there's a lot of this organization with this organization um some questionable decisions going down, uh, you know, sending people down. Injury bugs hasn't really helped um, as, you know, we, we found out that the injury to um, Garrett Cole is not that bad. He's going to probably make his next start tomorrow. Um... Jonathan Lawlica is the biggest one. And, you know, again, you know, it, it just, you know, these injuries come out of nowhere. There's no indication of it. There's just a report saying, you know, this. Or and then we have Jameson Tyrone. He also has an injury. Um, he's in a walking boot. Um I don't know if he's out of that walking boot, but it's just one thing after another after another after another with this team, and you know, it's just one of those things. They have a meeting uh, on Saturday night after their win. People, people got up and talked about it. Um, uh, you know. Kyle Higashioka talked, um, Andrew Velasquez talked during this meeting, and I, I don't know. It just, you know, it seems like this team is just kind of spiraling out of control. It really does, and they win a game, but it's not like a, a big win. Like, they... And when they lose a game, they lose it a big way. They lose. It's just a weird team. It's a weird season. Like, they can't get on a roll. They just can't get on a roll. And you know what, man? They're back to what they were the first half of the season. They are. They are the They are the first half Yankees. They are very station to station. We all remember what they were like when they went in that 13 game winning streak they were stealing bases, Judge was stealing bases. They were doing a lot of hit and runs. They were not hitting a lot of ground balls. So so they went back to that. They retracted from that and they went back to that. And you know, that's very very that's very sad. It's very sad. So, you know, And there's not a lot, you know, again, there's not a lot, you know, we can say. But some of the pitching suggestions and some of the uh, Haney's got to be out of there. I love Chad Green, but right now in a high leverage situation, I wouldn't put him up in there. I mean, this is supposed to be the strong suit of the Yankees. This is supposed to be the big, you know, the the best part of the Yankees is this, is this, you know, vaunted, um, bullpen and this vaunted start. You know, we thought the starting pitching was going to be suspect because we're pretty much putting together with, uh, duct tape and, and bubble gum. <laughs> That's pretty much what we did. Uh, after Colo was kind of like, Oh, well, maybe we'll get some, some, some stuff out of, uh, out of these other guys. I, I do think that the, the loss of uh, Masahiro Tanaka was a, a big loss because you, you have, at least you have a one-two punch there. And we thought we were going to get something out of Tyrone, but you know we were also rolling the dice on that one. We were rolling the dice on Corey Kluber, too, who's become a, a, a kind of a dumpster fire as well. You know he's become really, you know, a a, a a again a liability in that in that lineup in in that rotation. Sorry, but you know, you know, everything that could go wrong has gone wrong. And again, as I said, we've we've kind of resorted back to what we were back in two thousand, um, back in the early early part of the season. So. Um, yeah, um, 9-11, let me go back to 9-11, I I thought they handled it perfectly, you know, I'm not a big, huge fan of Fox, actually, I can't stand Fox, because they don't cover the game, and they don't talk about the actual day-to-day, the actual pitch-to-pitch situation, they want to put together their sponsors, they want to, and I get it, they want to, you know, put together their their viewpoint on the game and th- they're not they're not there to be Yankee fanboys like like the people on Yes, like David Cohn, like Michael Kay, like you know, Paul O'Neill, Ken Singleton. You know, they're they're not there for that. They're there to have a national broadcast, but but my my God, pay attention to the game. You know, pay attention to and I get it. You have to sh- you have to shill you have to you promote, you know, your causes, you know, especially on nine eleven. But, I mean, there were there was like four or five innings where they didn't even acknowledge the game. They didn't even acknowledge the game. So it, it it's just it's very frustrating, as a as a fan. But overall, how Major League Baseball handled it, you you couldn't you couldn't ask for it, man. You know, and that's what I was saying about. The Mets, you know, calling the Yankees for for whistling. How, how how do they know that that was coming from the dugout? It could have been coming from the crowd. I, I I don't know, but that that place was electric on on Saturday, and good on good on Major League Baseball to to book it that way. You know that that's one thing I do have to say. You know, you you know. There's a there's a handful of games that feel that way, have that playoff atmosphere in the regular season. You have the uniqueness of the game at the Field of Dreams game, and th- then you have this one, and those are the two I I really look at this year that that really. Had a different feel to it, and surprisingly, they were both Fox games. They were both nationally televised games. So good on them. Um, again, you know, we'll never forget what what happened on nine eleven. I remember being a, a sophomore in high school. When I saw the towers come down, I was actually in the library of my high school studying. And um, some teacher rolled in the TV, and I was like, oh, no, not another video. We have to watch another video? And then I'm like, this is real. This is really happening. And, um, you know, it changed our whole world. And I think we're still feeling the effects of it. To this day, but we'll never forget the acts of heroism from all those people. And um, so there you go with that. um, Again, there's really not much to say about the Blue Jays series because the Blue Jays pretty much handed us our backsides early on in this week, sweeping us four games. And we get four home runs. They hit 11. Not much to say. Bad pitching. Bad hitting. You know, just a bad bad taste in everybody's mouth. Just a bad taste in everybody's mouth. So, there you go. With that. Okay, I'm going to wrap up the podcast Um, with two things. I'm going to preview what we have... In store for you this week. But before I do that. I want to talk about. What happened on. Wednesday. In Cooperstown New York. The induction of. The captain. Number two. Derek Jeter. I thought. First of all. If, you know, this is just being a baseball fan. I think everything went off perfectly. I think all the speeches were good. But there was just something spectacular about Derek Jeter's speech. Because that's what he does. It doesn't matter what he's doing. What he's saying. He is Mr. Clutch. And uh, you know, like he did on the on the last game at the original Yankee Stadium, he hit it out of the ballpark, and there was no doubt in my mind what that he was going to hit it out of the ballpark today or or on Wednesday. But I was very interested to see where he went with it. He took a jab, He took a couple jabs. He took a jab at that rider. That, uh, we don't know the anonymous writer that did not vote for him. He took a jab at at winning, being a winner. Because that's what he was bred to do. That's what he was there to do. And and that's, that's perfectly fine. That is perfectly, absolutely fine. Um... It was the highlight of the week for the Yankee fans. It was everything you wanted to hear. It was everything you wanted to hear from a guy that lived through it and was absolutely class all the way through it from the beginning of his career to the last game. He played at Fenway Park when Joe Girardi took him out of the game. He was absolutely 110% class. 110% class. From opening day to the final game. And even in his Hall of Fame speech, he hit it out of the park. And I had to say this. You know, I love his little... Uh, things about Joe Tory. I loved everything I loved everything about it I loved his little kind of jabs at, at um, Reggie Jackson I, I loved it all I just loved every aspect of his his speech so there you go that was the highlight of the week For the New York Yankees. Was a non-baseball moment. And that's that's the state of the Yankees. That I have to come on here at 8.50 of my podcast. And say the highlight of my week as a Yankee fan. Was not watching the current Yankee team. It was watching a guy that retired in 2013 it, it, sad just really really sad that that's where we are and that rolls into what we have this week and we have a makeup game with the minnesota twins tonight at the stadium it's a, a, a it's an afternoon game and um we also have. Um, and then we go to Baltimore. For a series. And, and this is the part of this season. And, and they brought this up. They brought it up last night. This is where you got to start winning games. And. I, I just don't have any. It's not that I lost confidence in this team. I just have no. Even if, because they're gonna play from behind, they're gonna give up. Even if we give up, even if we take the lead, we pretty much give it right back the next the next inning. I mean, that's pretty much been what we did the entire weekend. We had a lead, we gave it back. We we had a lead, we gave it back. We couldn't. Six. I read somewhere on Twitter, we were up two nothing last night, and I was scrolling through Twitter, and somebody wrote on Twitter, a two nothing lead. I'm not comfortable with this lead. Uh, I'll be comfortable with a ten nothing, a ten run lead. That'll be when I'm comfortable. And that's that's sad to say. That is really, really, really sad. That's a really sad statement for this team. But they're a one-dimensional team. They're a team that's dysfunctional right now. They're a team that has really no identity. And it's just really, they're a flat team right now. They're just a very flat team right now. And um, you know. And I'm so sick of hearing Aaron Boone say, all we need is a couple games to turn it around. Well, you only have a couple games. You have what, nineteen games left? Pick it up, pick it up. All right, pick it up. I can't, I, I, I almost can't wait till the season end because, because it's like it's like oh god, I gotta watch another game, so, um, yeah, I think that's it, man. State of the Yankees, injuries, um. And just everything, man. Everything is just... Everything is kind of dysfunctional. Where's Brian Cashman? Where's Hal Steinbrenner? Where's the fire in this team? And um, I don't know. But thank God for for you guys on Twitter. Because you guys entertain me. You guys keep me engaged on this team. If I didn't have Twitter... I don't think I'd be watching it if I didn't have the show. I didn't want. I wouldn't watch this team. This is the reason why I suffer through this these games because I have to talk about it. It's just sad, and and I, I love I love this team. I've I've loved them my entire life, and now it's really really hard to watch them and just defend them, just defend them. Because there's nothing, there's nothing you can defend about this team right now. Like you thought, like, like I was like, oh, like Lindor doing that thing. Maybe the Yankees could, you know, that's what they need. They need a little, they need a little kick in the, you know, a little punch in the mouth and a little, a little, little gut punch. Nope, nope, they give it right back. You know, Jack Green gives up a home run to Lindor. To the guy that that started this whole thing, you no, know, not started, it, but 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 just kind of like did that, you know. It's it, it is what it is. I mean, they are what they are. It's like that that saying, you know, that what was it that, that the Arizona uh, Cardinals coach saying the Bears are who who they thought we they, we thought they were. The Yankees are who they thought we thought they are. They're a roller coaster. They're a they're a weird team right now. They're just a weird baseball team right now. And they don't have any identity whatsoever. And they need to figure it out in the next 19 games. Or we're we're in a lot of trouble and we might not make the playoffs. And I was sitting there last night going, this team doesn't deserve, does not deserve to play in October. And a lot of people need to lose their jobs. I, I put on Twitter I put up on Twitter last night who's the shortstop of uh 2021 2022 I, I don't know I don't know so there's a lot of questions a lot of an- unanswered questions. I'll be back on um next Sunday after the game right after the game hopefully hopefully I'm as steamed as I am right now. But uh, there you go. That does it for this edition of and Yanks. You can follow me on Twitter at Chatting Yanks. Also on, on Instagram at Chatting Yanks. And don't forget to send this podcast to all your Yankee fans. Even if you're you're on Twitter, on Instagram, or anywhere. Anywhere you see this podcast. Please let people know that we're here and that we're covering the Yankees in an honest way. So uh, there you go with that. And uh Yankee fans, we have, we have we we have another week of this of this roller coaster and I'll be back tomorrow next week to uh recap what happens this week. You know what, man? At the end of the day, it's entertaining. It's frustrating, but it's entertaining. Because you're like, how, how are they going to screw it up this time? How are they going to screw it up this time? So uh, I'll be back with another edition of the and Yanks podcast or and Yanks uh, next week. So until then, don't you dare miss it. Talk to you guys later. Bye-bye, everyone.